Welcome to Talking Sense. I'm Mark Osorio. And I'm Teresa Arago. We're financial advisors, and if there's one thing we know, it's that the journey to financial independence can be confusing. But it doesn't have to be. So get ready, because we're breaking down what you don't know about money to help you find the next step on your journey today on Talking Sense. You can't slow down time. We're all getting older, but we often don't realize it until something happens Mm -hmm. that opens up our eyes to really see kind of what's going on. And, and, you know, for me, that happened whenever I started having some conversations with my parents that I, you know, never really anticipated and didn't think about for a long time until we started having these uh, conversations, mainly in regards to their health. Yeah. And I think it's more common to have a conversation with your parents about their physical health. Mm -hmm. Um, But today we're going to cover their financial health because that's equally as important. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I mean, we can often forget that our loved ones are not going to be quite as agile, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for, as, as we're used to seeing them at least, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so having these conversations uh, is really, really important, you know, because we need to be prepared to, to take care of them in a similar way that, you know, they took care of us when we needed them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a little bit about, you know, what we're going to be talking about, like you said, mainly focusing on their uh, financial picture so we can really step in at the right time and we know these conversations are difficult i mm-hmm. mean in general talking to your family about money can be tricky we, we say mm-hmm. this all the time that your parents may not be the type that typically share information about their finances or might be a little tight-fisted but if if you need to at some point help them navigate those complexities it's so important that you have the conversation early on so you're ready for it yeah and just to to prepare you know our, our listeners a little bit for you know what uh, what they could be stepping into you know we wanted to provide them with a little, little bit of information uh, starting out with just the the mindset right mm-hmm. that maybe a lot a lot of our our parents uh, are going through what they're going through right now I actually have my stepfather and one of my uncles that literally just retired within the past three months mm-hmm. so this is a, a little bit uh, a little bit fresh. And then just the conversations that I've been able to have with them, you know, but uh, for both of them, it's been a really difficult experience. You mm-hmm. know, uh, one of them, uh, actually both of them have been in these uh, positions of leadership where, you know, they've been kind of the, the go to guys. Mm-hmm. Right. And the guys in charge that that delegate that have, you know, a really strong sense of responsibility in, in what they do. And, you know, so for them, they they might be stepping away from an environment that has given them a routine, right? And mm-hmm. that's so important. That's that's kind of a key word that I've heard quite often is that routine and possibly a community, right? So that that community aspect, uh, I know for my uncle, is something that, that he was very much used to. Uh, and being being able to to be uh, comfortable, right, in that, in that workspace. Uh, so I know that that was something really, really difficult for him. I think they have the known. Mm-hmm. Working is the known. They've been doing that for a long time. They've, as you mentioned, there's the routine, but also mm-hmm. it's the, the cycle of I see these people, I do these tasks, and everybody has a great week. I think when you take that off the table, if you haven't already got a plan to replace that, then that can be a real challenge stepping into retirement. We've seen it a mm-hmm. lot, especially with men. It seems to be even a, a bigger challenge um, to almost have an identity crisis as they're entering retirement. So mm-hmm. we've always said it's important that they be retiring to something so that it's not just this like ending point And then they kind of go off into the abyss a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And there's not just that. I mean, 
not just the end of a routine, but uh, in stepping into retirement, then many other topics come to mind, right? Mm -hmm. Some fears come to mind. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like I know for a lot of Americans today, there's the fear of can they actually afford to retire, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Many because of health issues actually have to end up retiring earlier than they even anticipated uh, or than they even planned for. So that ends up being a big fear. Uh, Another one is uh, the fear of ending up in a nursing home. Yes, I think a lot of people are worried about aging with dignity. Are Mm -hmm. they going to have the ability to age with dignity in their space or are they going to be forced into a situation Mm -hmm. where they're going somewhere else for care? And are they even prepared for that? So there's a lot of things that will come up during that retirement Mm -hmm. phase early on. And then even into retirement, there's different things that your family is going to be dealing with. So where does your role fall into that, though, is kind of what we're dealing with today as the child of someone who's retiring. How can you help them step in and through retirement with grace? Yeah. So kind of with, with that in mind, right, getting into the mindset of, what they might be going through, the fears, kind of the thoughts, the health challenges, you know, how, how would you say is you know, the right way to approach the conversation then? I think any difficult situation requires a good timing first, you know, even mm-hmm. with my spouse, if we're going to have a difficult conversation, I always make sure I'm p- picking a good time and an mm-hmm. environment, you know, we're not going to try to do this while we're at a soccer game with our kids acting like complete <laughs> chaos around us. Um, you know, if you're going to have a conversation with your parents about one of these topics, start by picking the right time. The holidays, they're already under a lot of stress, most likely. There's a lot going on around you. Don't pick that. Maybe plan it around like a lunch. Take them out to lunch mm-hmm. or plan something where they can come to your space, where they can just have calm mm-hmm. so that you yeah. can focus. Yeah. And I, I really like that. That's like a really important point just because a lot of times when you know we we get together it's around those holidays mm-hmm. and you know it can seem like oh like you know might as well kill two birds with one stone <laughs> yeah. so you're going to kill something you're going to kill your yeah. mood i'm going to tell you that right now yeah. my parents were very open about once mm-hmm. i asked I, I didn't expect it but my parents were very open about sharing information mm-hmm. um i think part of it was when i asked these questions it was after i had started working here at genwealth and so i had yeah. some kind of itinerary almost in my mind of topics to discuss. I didn't just walk in and go, hey, what's your financial picture look like? (laughs) I I came in and I said, hey, have you guys met with an attorney to do some estate planning? Like, is that done? And I think too, for me, it was really important that I didn't ask specifics. In some cases, that's important. Mm -hmm. But I didn't ask like, what's in the will? What's in the estate plan? It was more of a, hey, do you have it? And is that document somewhere where I'll be able to find it? Yeah. That is more disarming than saying, True. hey, what do I get? Mm-hmm. Where Where's my inheritance? You know, oh, yeah. coming off that way. Even if that's not your goal, it can come off that way if you're not careful. Yes. So that that's, you know, kind of the, the next really important point. One is getting the, the right time, mm-hmm. right? And then two, it's, you know, how to start that conversation, right? And I think that's so important just because it can set the tone for what that conversation is going to be like. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if, if you're already coming at it from the standpoint of, okay, what am I getting in the inheritance or, mm-hmm. or, you know, what, what are you doing wrong? Right. You know, a lot of times, uh, I think there can be the kind of the struggle between what the parent thinks is right, what the child thinks is right. And, uh, it can be a bit of a power struggle there. So first of all, you know, the, the right mindset, I think is mm-hmm. one that comes out in, in the sense of just letting them know that you have their best interest in mind. Uh, and with that, the goal is having a better understanding of what their wishes are. And Mm -hmm. that way it's not a, hey, this is what I want, but, you know, I want to understand what your wishes are. So when the time comes, 
you know, we can uh, make sure that your wishes are carried out correctly. Yes. I think uh, my family has had some pictures of the good, the bad and the ugly with this. Mm -hmm. Um, With my bonus dad, when he passed away, we waited to read his will until after he was buried. Well, the problem is there were things in that will that he wanted done and and there were things that he wanted buried with him. Mm -hmm. And so had he had that conversation with me earlier, I would have known that I could have had a plan there. So with my other set of parents, I've been able to say, Hey, listen, there were these things that we missed. I don't want that to happen again. So help me know where my role is in this. And that's the key. I'm not asking my parents to give me every detail. Mm -hmm. It's I'm the one that lives the closest. I'm Mm -hmm. the one that's likely going to need to help you carry out your, your goals. So help me know what I need to do. And when it comes off that way, I think that's disarming. Yeah. I think the, the the biggest mistake is exactly what you mentioned is that starting the conversation wrong mm-hmm. and it's any difficult conversation. You yeah. can come at it's, it, you know, and start out with the wrong tone. Definitely. So again, I think if you take the time to get the place right and make sure that the person who you're speaking to knows that it's not about control, it's about understanding, mm-hmm. you'll have a much better chance of having a positive conversation. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, you know, and as, as you get uh, started, you know, it's very, very important to also have thought out what are the things that you mm-hmm. want to talk about that you want to make sure kind of get lined out, get discussed, uh, because it can be really easy to get interrupted, to get distracted and or just, you know, go off into the, the deep end and uh, and not really get anything accomplished. Yes, I think we talk a lot to our clients about what items you're next generation needs to know we have we call it the honey i love you letter often or something along those lines but you know where are the retirement accounts held where are the other investment accounts held because Mm -hmm. most people don't get paper statements every single month so if you're not getting paper statements or your parents aren't getting paper statements you're not even going to know where to start and in my case i lost one parent before the other so there were a lot of things i just needed to organize to help out the other parent so knowing where things are. Mm-hmm. Do they have an estate plan? Did they implement the estate plan? And where can those documents be found? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Retirement plan, estate plan, like you just said, uh, kind of a, a status and jaws, just debt, right? Any mm-hmm. sort of obligations, right? What needs to be uh, paid off that way? You know, nothing uh, kind of gets dropped. And then, you know, you kind of get in, into deeper water later on. Mm-hmm. Life insurance, uh, is is also a really really important part in that, uh, and long term care, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, you know, as as uh, health conditions you know deteriorate a little bit, uh, then that that's you typically a really really important uh, topic of discussion as well. And and uh, with all of these uh, points, a uh, having contact information for each one of those is so important because they might work with one person, they might work with eight different people, you know, on these topics. So it's important to have all that information at hand. Mm -hmm. And it's important that that information be kept in a place where the family decision maker can find it. So in in our case, when my mom passed away, I was literally digging through filing cabinets, Mm. trying to find any documentation about her retirement program, about an insurance policy that my dad thought she had. It, It was hours and hours of digging and it was just It was brutal. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm already dealing with the loss of my mom. I'm trying to set my dad up for success and I am digging through papers. Yeah. And and I can't imagine having to dig through so many things and wonder, is there something that I'm missing? Right. Is there Mm -hmm. something else 
that could make a difference for the family, could, that could make a change, and that I just don't know where they kept. Yes. And then there are some things that, like, power of attorney paperwork. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are big proponents of not adding children to accounts or adding them to um, ownership of things because mm-hmm. of the way that that process can run, you know, run its course and be negative. Mm-hmm. But when you think about, like, your medical power of attorney, if something happened to mm-hmm. me and my husband and we were both in a car wreck at the same time, there needs to be somebody that can make decisions for me That's right. and my health, but there also needs to be somebody that can make decisions for my kids and their financial well-being while I'm hopefully recovering somewhere. You know, yeah. there's all this chaos that can mm-hmm. happen. And when you're dealing with power of attorney, which is one of those things that a lot of people get really nervous about, um, there's two different kinds. So it's important you understand how those work. And again, whoever's going to be the person that needs to step up has to have access to those documents because if they can't find the document, they can't do their job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to start off, you know, a power of attorney is something that only a an attorney, a practicing attorney can, mm-hmm. can draft up for you. And it gives the principal or, you know, kind of in the case that we're talking about, the parent, it, it gives them somebody, the an agent, agent. Mm-hmm. Yep, the agent, the authorization to act in the principal's behalf. Mm -hmm. Right. So kind of like what you said in a financial or in a medical capacity is kind of the two main areas to. So an example, my bonus dad was in the hospital for about six months before he passed away. We had a lot of, you know, we were trying to help him get better, trying to help him. So he was in there for a long time. Car payments still needed to be made because they were still paying on a car. They almost owned it. So we Mm -hmm. could have lost it if it wasn't still made. Mm -hmm. Um, There were medical bills that needed to be paid. I thankfully had power of attorney and was able to take care of that. I was able to you know, deal with the mm-hmm. bank about different things that may have been coming through on the bank account. But if I hadn't had that, mm-hmm. we would not have had any way for me to take care of those expenses for him. Oh. And we could have lost a full vehicle. They literally only owed like $3,000 on at this point. And, mm-hmm. you know, taking care of his expenses, taking care of his health care decisions yeah. on a day-to-day basis would not have been able to happen. So I mentioned before, there's two different types. Mark, why don't you go into the two different types so people can kind of get a better understanding of that as well. Yeah. Being that power of attorney can be uh, controversial at some times, mm-hmm. point of discussion, uh, just because of the way that, that it's used. Uh, there, uh, These two different types of springing and non-springing power of attorney uh, are used. And basically the, the main difference is that springing power of attorney requires the med- a medical professional to declare the principal as incapacitated. Mm-hmm. And you also have durable a non-springing power of attorney, which goes into effect upon signature. The re- harsh reality of this is that some parents, mm-hmm. they're just not prepared for this conversation. Yeah. So it's it's important that you try, but if your parents just aren't ready for that, that's okay too. Um, you may need to bring in a third party to help you guys coordinate this. You know, Maybe the financial advisor can be that middle person mm-hmm. that they know where everything is and that's all you need to know so that you can not feel uncomfortable, but not create chaos between you and your parents as well. Um, so it's time for our two cents. You want me to go first, Mark, or would you like to take it first? I'll take it away. So these conversations can be very tough, but they can also be very rewarding because they prepare you for a better future and set your family up for success. We have several downloadable files that could help you with this conversation with your parents and help you kind of get some ideas about things that they need to be prepared for and that you need to be prepared for. If you go to our website, getreadyforthefuture.com slash academy, you can check those out there and see what downloadable ones are there. Uh, There's a retirement checklist, seven steps to financial independence, and many, many more. 
We thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you'll be back with us next time. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Jim Wall team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or by calling our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, we're also financial advisors, and that means disclosures. You should personally consult with a financial advisor before making any investments, and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Gemwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.